0: This episode of Enough is brought to you by Envision. These days, visual designers are getting more involved in the user experience design process, and for a very good reason. Developers, analysts, and clients want to help, but they often lack the creativity needed to fully imagine a system that is functional, usable, and beautiful. Finding a tool to assist you can be daunting. Most UX prototyping tools lock you into their world of scribbly lines, low-fidelity layouts, and tired UI widgets. Imagine a tool that gives you the freedom to fully express yourself—a tool that lets you go as low or high fidelity as you want. Imagine that you can use the design tools you already know. With Envision, your imagination becomes real. You design screens using your tool of choice and connect them together with Envision for stunning results that look and feel just like the finished product. You can even share your prototype with your clients and get feedback instantly. A tool for the way designers work—imagine that. Find out more at envisionapp.com.
1: Hello, Mike. Hello, sir. And hello, Mr. Chris Bowler. How are you?
2: Good day, sirs. I am doing well. How about you?
1: We're doing great. So, um, as I as I mentioned on the last recording uh, with you, we we wanted to have you have you back on. N- no, not to talk about uh, organic farming and raw milk. Okay, I gotta but, go, guys. Um, <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. I knew that was going to be the deal breaker. <laughs> Uh, but does it really have like have the cream top that you mm-hmm. can? You, you, yes. You, and you eat that cream top, and it's like that's like the best part. Yeah. The, 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 like,
2: the hard part is if you eat the cream off the top, then the rest of the milk is fairly like skim milk. So you want to oh, take really? it easy. Leave a little bit of cream on top.
1: Ah, uh, okay, all right. You kind of like mix that in because mm-hmm. it comes in like glass bottles, right? Not like cartons. Yeah, the I way we get. I think I need it. to uh,
0: instill my action as producer of this show <laughs> to <laughs> move. Okay. That's the enough. Topic. Uh, <laughs> move to, yeah, that is enough. Oh, I like it. He's, this guy right. is full of puns.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess you want us to move along. Uh, oh there God. We go. <laughs> oh, who let this guy in? <laughs> so. Uh, yes, we want to talk about. It's become a tradition with our guests. Uh, this is the setup. I pretend like like I'm giving you a brand new, out of the box, mm-hmm. state of the art, newly released, low end model MacBook Air, the one with the 64 gigabyte drive. All right, low end. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the one I use, as a matter of fact. All right. So that, uh, and then find out what is enough for, for Chris. What, what would be the applications that Chris would have to have on that machine without breaking the bank? Obviously, you're not going to be able to put the entire creative suite on there mm-hmm. and have anything else, right? You're, you're going to have to make some choices. So, mm-hmm. uh, what would that be for, for Mr. Bowler?
2: Ooh, that's a good question. Um, uh, You know, when you guys first started doing these shows, I listened to a couple and thought, yeah, you know, I love the idea. And I was really looking forward to, um, I have a white MacBook, late 2009, I think. And it didn't have a big hard drive, but it's still at 256 gig. Lots of room for everything. Lots of room. I have a small iTunes library, small picture library. um, So I didn't need a lot of space. So I moved to 128 gigabyte ssd and that mm-hmm. has been fairly comfortable until i got a new camera and mm-hmm. suddenly the picture the photo volume has increased so much that um, i'm pushing that uh, that size but um that that would still be the sort of instance where you can put everything on a on a spare drive anyways with the photos so to start with apps that would you know i would have to stick around i think for one because i run so many different um, areas of focus you know different businesses Um, email love it or hate it is a big part of my day so Mm -hmm. mail is is um, is there but I don't love it I don't I don't use it so I think I would have to use Postbox or Sparrow Hmm. Going with
0: make, p- make a choice. Uh, you have to I, make a choice.
1: Do I got to look at the make size of the app? Well, th- not, th- not, well no, not only make a choice, but also I want you to explain yourself. Why sure. is not why is mail not enough for Chris? Well,
2: I suppose there, I, if I looked into it, there probably is a way to use mail in a way that meets my needs. Okay, Postbox and Sparrow are fairly close in size, so I would go with Postbox. Um, I find the design... If For anyone who's used it before, I hear a lot of people who said I've used it, you know, it's kind of like mail, it's fairly similar. Like Ben Brooks the other day wrote about Sparrow, and his co- comments on Sparrow over mail is that Sparrow doesn't feel like an email app. So I like Postbox. <clears throat> people who would use it would probably say, yeah, it feels just like an email app, and it does compared to Sparrow. I like it because um, in the latest version, it was good anyways, but in the latest version they got Benjamin DeCock to... Redesign the interface, and it's fantastic to look at. So that right away is a, hmm. helps me out. But then it's got two, a few different features that I just find indispensable once you get using them. And if if you're someone who's used the Gmail interface before, you're familiar with the whole click V or type V and then type in the name of your folder and it archives that message to a folder. You're familiar with send and archive things like that. Postbox does that um, out of the you know out of the box, so to speak. So for me, I write an email, I write a response, V, type in the name of the folder, archive it. Um, it's quick, it's easy, it's keyboard-centric, so that's what I love. Um, that's that's the primary reason why I would use Postbox. I know some people say you can write a bunch of Apple scripts or buy a third-party tool like Ac- uh, Mail Acton or something like that. But then, you know, when people were saying that to me, it was just in the period when Lion's coming out, so is that going to work with Mail and Lion? For me, it's just easier to use the third-party app postbox so so that's why i like it that's okay. why i use it
1: so. yeah I, I wasn't aware of the uh of the interface redesign cuz when it first came out it was kind of like oh this just looks like a prettied up version of thunderbird it right. was like you know it it, it wasn't that great so okay. i am I'm, I'm interested to to yeah. uh, i might actually download it just to look at the redesign there you go not to use it but it's, to look at it's reading.
2: fantastic it looks really great and you know it's one of those shops where they're building a Windows version and a, and a Mac version and that usually for me has been a reason to run away but these guys seem to be almost building two different versions rather than one and making it kind of yeah, look as close nice. as possible and on each side it actually looks and feels fairly native so so I enjoy nice. it alright um, so, so that's we got email covered Let's let's throw in Yojimbo. We talked about that in our past show, but that is a yeah, essential yeah. tool for me.
1: Now, are, are you using it for more than just like uh, like? Uh, uh, let me let me back up that question. Okay. How are you using it? Okay, should be the question.
2: I use it for um, documenting brainstorming project uh, information. So. You know, I use omnifocus for task management for the mm-hmm. sort of higher level stuff. I use pen and paper for day to day stuff, but big projects mass you know, sort of master plans are in omnifocus. Reference information goes in Yojimbo. So there's there's that side of it. Um, I keep all my receipts, online purchases, things like that. Um, sometimes I just save an email, sometimes I save um the you know, take a screenshot and put that in Yojimbo. So I've got a quite a you know, over 200 and some receipts in Yojumbo. Um, notes, meeting notes, stuff like that. But I think what I've really come to appreciate it the most is we're, we're, how do I word this? There's been a lot of discussion on the web around archiving of content. Mm. You know, you, you write something yourself or there's something that was really great that you wrote about, um some people bookmark and delicious or uh, what's the new one pin pinboard something like that pinboard yeah
1: yeah yeah pinboard
2: lots of great apps for that um i've been really using Yojimbo and um I, using sean blanc's um safari to your jimbo apple script you know for me it's just become second nature now there's something that intrigues me you know if i want to read it i'll send it to instapaper if it's a resource that i want to use in the future whether it's just ideas or or a particularly good piece of writing or whether it's technical information, design, development focused. I want that in Yojimbo because that's my library, that's my repository. So I think that's really where I've um, grown into Yojimbo rather than um, having that purpose before I bought the app. It was something where I just got tired of, of what was that site that I saw six months ago? You know, that kind of mentality. I want to be able to find it. So I throw it all, as much as possible, throw it into Yojimbo and tag it and go from there.
1: So I got to ask, how how many uh, items in your library?
2: Very small compared to most people, someone like yourself. I've only got 1,100-plus notes in Yojimbo, so it's fairly small. Uh,
1: I'm I'm sitting at uh, 2,051 for... uh, you know, full disclosure's sake. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, we got you got your Jumbo. What else uh, are you using for for that there job of yours uh or <laughs> all seven of them?
2: Yeah. Well, like I said, OmniFocus is uh, my tool of mm-hmm. choice. I try yeah, to keep. Uh... Sorry, go ahead.
1: You no, know, I was going to say. I, I know for a while that uh, you actually uh, prided uh, yourself at Fusion for having some of the most beautiful numbers uh, spreadsheets mm. on demand. Yes, and that you were a big fan of of, uh, of numbers, and I wanted to talk I, a little bit about that.
2: For sure, numbers would be um, pages and numbers. I guess would be would be critical mm-hmm. because. Uh, most of the documentation that we use for customers and for members on Fusion is, you know, a lot of our documents are PDFs that are created in pages, Um, but yeah, the the day-to-day working and keeping track of information, I definitely use numbers for that.
1: Yeah. And, uh, was it, who? was it? Michael or Chris or someone else who was doing these beautiful spreadsheets Because I mean, I I saw like a screenshot once, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Holy crap! My spreadsheets don't look that good." Yeah, that was Why Michael.
2: Would, yeah. Was, yeah. Oh man. We wanted a a way to be able to, you know, have this dashboard view of all of our currently running ads or booked ads um, for any given month. So he built this really nice spreadsheet. So that's kind of been the beginning. Before that, I would have been probably fairly uh lukewarm to the idea of big spreadsheets to track that stuff but um, we that one really stuck and he did a great job of creating that it's evolved slightly but um for the most part it's still the same and then you know a track finances I think is a nice one when you run your own business it's easy to just set up a little spreadsheet that pulls in all these different numbers and gives you a nice overview of how things are going
1: yeah, so that that's a great I, use I, for numbers. I've never been a spreadsheet guy, um, but I I often have found myself opening numbers to do something just like that. Like for instance, uh, I wanted to keep a better account uh, this year of all of my income that comes from my writing and things Mm -hmm. related to it because Mm -hmm. it's coming from so many little sources now or little sources. I mean, it's, you know, I've, I've got a book, I've got a website, uh, that website has, you know, multiple income streams within it. I've got, um, you know, other, you know, little editing jobs I do or, um, uh, uh, recently, uh, uh, publisher contacted me to to review a uh, a book proposal, for instance, you know and and so yeah it 's like you know one hundred and fifty bucks, two hundred bucks, or whatever, but it, you know it, all of that little stuff adds up, and I did a poor job of keeping track of it and, yeah uh, last year and it, it was just so easy to just like, okay, let me just open up a little numbers uh spreadsheet and oh look this you know i can I can just uh, you know throw all these numbers in there and pull this. You know, sum over here, and boom, it does all the work for me. Definitely, great. What else? What else do we got uh, going on?
2: Oh man, there's so many. Um, there's probably uh, we didn't say Dropbox, which is probably the most important. That's where everything work related goes. I until my picture library got bigger, that's where my picture library was. My iTunes wow. library is up there. Um, I pay wow. for the. I'm in the uh, what is it, 50 gig? Yeah, uh, account. With Plus a few referrals, so I'm up around 60 gigs worth of space, but I'm only using 50% of it, so...
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I mean, just for comparison's sake, first of all, I have a really weird, because I was part of the original beta Mm. and got an additional amount because of that and because I've gotten some referrals and I think I hit that limit and I have this really weird amount of space I have mm-hmm. 13 point 13 point 3 gigabytes huh which is just it's I, just strange it's a good number All right but I'm only using 51% of it
0: hmm.
1: and I I throw everything in Dropbox
2: even I your iTunes library
1: yeah okay not my iTunes right. library I I don't, using- I don't have it I don't have an iTunes library on this machine. Right.
2: I'm using 24% of 2.2 gigs. There you go.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, you know, um, Sean has written a lot uh, in the last little while about external backups. And for me, that's kind of what Dropbox is. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I do multiple backups of of my pictures and movies and and music. Um, And thanks to apps like Radio or, sorry, RDO now, I don't buy any music. So that has not yeah. grown at all but Dropbox really is for everything else so I keep most of my application data you know stuff that I care about like Yojimbo Text Expander OmniFocus things like that back up to Dropbox um, and then all my work related files are in there so that's sort of my external storage or offsite storage and then I keep a uh, one yeah. drive one extra drive at my parents house just in case hmm.
1: So so what, what do you do do you clone uh, use super super duper or something like that to yeah. clone and take it off there? Yeah, yeah, I've
2: got like three or four extra drives that I just every once you know I've got two main drives that are my main backups one time machine. One is a sort of weekly clone um, and then in monthly sort of I use these other drives and, and clone all my machines.
0: Yeah. So, what about okay. when it comes down to the basics? Like, what do you use for a browser, a text editor, that sort of stuff? Sure. Um,
2: just going through my doc, um, TextMate is sort of my editor of choice and when doing design development. Like, you know, that's a key. But I also do my writing in it as well, or okay. most of it. You know, I'm kind of. I've got these other writing apps, but if I had to stick with one, TextMate would probably do the job. And you know, there's been a lot of discussion about TextMate being abandonedware and all this and people jumping onto Sublime Text or BBEdit. I'm, I'm sure those tools are good, but, I don't know, TextMate still does the job for me. I don't even use a quarter of what it can do, um, so I'm, I'm happy with that. I use that, you know, in conjunction with Transmit when working on, on sites. Oh, ah,
1: yeah, Transmit's great. Oh, I love it. You know, I even use it for local file, file browsing. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you talked about that. I think I linked to it or something. I think so. I remember, um, yeah, you use it almost in place of the Finder at times. At
2: times, yeah. Yeah, just because you can move stuff, you know, you get that uh, split screen, and you can use both uh, on local destinations, so it operates slightly differently than uh, than the f- two finder windows would instead of a move it'll be a copy and stuff like that but um, yeah it's yeah, it's great for that yeah.
1: and with i mean with it, it, i i i want to just i don't want to leave that topic because hmm. this is something that i think the mac should have built in and it uh, hmm. actually ties in with another post i recently posted on minimal mac where um, my friend uh, Eric Mallinson hmm. um, uh, he uh, created a smart folder that looked for any text file in his dropbox and mm. you know had those down you know in a column style list in the finder so he could like quick look any of his text files mm-hmm. and you know I mean that split pane view is something the finder could really benefit from where you can you can manipulate you don 't have like two separate windows you just have two panes of a single window that you can navigate separately and move things between, but even more so if you could not just quick look those text files, but you know be able to open them up and have basically like a light little lightweight text editor.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's kind of what transmit does mm-hmm. if you want it to.
2: Yeah. Yep, definitely. It's a, it's a powerful tool, and you can, the way you can um, have it open certain files with a particular application, you know, separate from, say, then what the, the Finder might open those files with, you know, that's handy too. Yeah. 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 That's a great tool. Okay, go ahead. I would consider using Coda as well. I'm mean, a habit. Um, but if space was a concern, I'd probably just choose one setup over the other. Um, but those mm-hmm. are those are essential tools. Um, other ones are like, some of these little utilities are essential to me that I can't live without. LaunchBar is definitely one of them. Um, although I suppose you could say that Spotlight could do a lot of the. Nah, it couldn't. Um, <laughs> some of the things like clipboard management, um, the calculator, you know, it's just stuff that I. It's like second nature, right? If I had to move to another machine yeah. without those keyboard shortcuts, it would feel very awkward. So, yeah, Launch Bar yeah, is a big yeah. one.
1: Yeah. Alarms yeah, is another I- one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that uh, uh, I feature that on minimal Mac as well. that's mm-hmm. that little uh menu bar alarms yep. app uh, yeah. thing that uh yeah,
2: I find that's just easier than putting something into your calendar, like a reminder type, I think, kind of like backpacks mm-hmm. reminders um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw there's a pretty good looking reminders app for the iPhone, which is great too, but for me, I don't know, entering into on the Mac is so much easier than putting something onto the iPhone, so I'd I'd rather have it there. That's where I'm working. That's where I am most of the time, so I prefer it there. So that's a great little app. Fantastical is another great little app. Um, Yeah. I'm not sure if if space was, you know, a real concern. I might just stick with one calendar program.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, uh, Fantastical is really just almost like a view on... Yeah iCal without having to launch, especially in Lion, yes. that hideous atrocity yes. Yes, exactly. of an application.
2: I'm really looking forward when they when they add the ability to edit events. Because um, right now you can just enter them, but I know they're working on that. So I'm looking yeah, forward to that. Yeah.
1: yeah, very cool. Yeah. Well, it seems like, it seems like uh, you really don't need a whole lot to to get the job done you're pretty much living with enough as it is
2: yeah there's definitely a lot of apps i have in there that i could just get get rid of um that i don't ever use and there's a few big ones you know i have photoshop that's going to take up a lot of space um vmware fusion for testing ie stuff i would love it if i could get rid of that that's a piece of software i don't really want to ever run yeah but um for the most part yeah
1: I thought I saw some website uh, that uh, you could go to and it would mimic other browsers or something yeah, at some there, point. Yeah, there's a
2: few apps for it. Um, some of them are very expensive. Um, um, some of them, you know, it's just... For me, it's the easiest thing is just to set up an install of Windows XP. It's kind of a good reminder for what life used to be like and that
1: I'm blessed now. Yeah, so. in, the, in the bad old days. Yes. <laughs> well thanks a lot Chris I really appreciate you coming on to uh, to do this and participate in our our traditional enough so that we now know because I really do think it gives people insights especially with folks that I mean you know you're a guy who runs runs multiple businesses works for yourself has a ton of stuff to juggle both on the home front as well as the work front Mm and and that even with all of that, you're using fairly you know, simple, straightforward tools and not using a whole lot of them no. and keeping things simple. Definitely. Try to. Okay.
2: Yeah. There's so. too many options that are, are not a good thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's what we believe in. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Chris. I really appreciate you being on. I know you have to run. So, my pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. And, and and thanks uh, Michael for uh, for once again doing the producer role and getting us off of uh, organic milk. I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, and thanks Chris. Maybe we'll uh, we'll
0: come back to the the coffee discussion <laughs> oh, sure. yeah. another time. That's, that's because that's right. the whole
1: point of the milk, right? To put it in the coffee, right? <laughs> no, I'm a black, part, I'm a black we've man. We've been, we've been through yeah, this. Yeah. I'm a black man too. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk later. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.